0: This is the reality dysfunction. I think my friend is dying in prison, dying from medical neglect that ultimately stems from his refusal to be treated as less than human. He is currently being held in Duane Waters Prison Hospital by the Michigan Department of Corrections. When he called me the other night, he said that his blood platelets had dropped very low and there was talk of moving him to a regular hospital. This is happening only after years, months, weeks of him demanding basic medical attention. Here's a little bit of his story.
1: Okay. My name is Joaquin Mescalico Ramos. I'm um, from Southwest Detroit, Michigan. Um, right now, I'm in the uh, Dwayne Waters facility. It is a prison hospital uh, where you barely also get the correct healthcare that you're supposed to receive.
0: Tell me about your condition right now.
1: My condition? Yeah. Uh, my condition is this. Uh, a few days. You na- have one minute remaining. A few days ago, I started leaking uh pus out of my abdomen of my wound, and uh it smells really bad. For the past couple of days, I have very little energy. I'm going through uh, extreme extreme chills, and then hot temperature uh, sweats. Uh, I can't eat anything. I uh, can't hold down any solid food. They have me in all-liquid diet uh, to, to make me suffer. They're taking away my, my pain pills. I'm just, in, uh, I'm just in a lot of pain. I don't have any energy. I sleep most of the day. I get up and I can move around for about 20 minutes and that's it. And I'm back in bed. Uh, the smell so bad. Like I said, I can't eat. Um, I can barely sleep I'm trying to cover up the... I have been with uh, blankets, and uh, I'm trying to get some rest And uh, bed bed. Thank you for using GTL.
0: Call me back. Can you tell us a little bit about what's happened with you over the past year in terms of your medical condition? Like, can you kind of walk us through the whole thing?
1: Uh, in terms of my medical condition, uh, so approximately two years ago, I developed an infection in my hernia mesh somehow. Uh, Big bulge in my abdomen came out. I had a very high heat fever. Um, I was at URF Chippewa in the upper peninsula of Michigan. They uh, assessed me and then sent me by ambulance to Marquette prison, where they then sent me to Marquette hospital uh, to have a surgery done and they just, uh, from what I understand, they just drained the, uh, infection or pus and, uh, and that was it. Uh, after that, I went to back to URF facility in, in Kincholo. and, uh, the wound did not close for several months. They realized that there was something wrong. They decided to send me to Jackson Cotton Facility, which is also known to be a medical facility. There's several people there that receive medical care. And- um,
0: So Joaquin, just so we're clear, you were you're incarcerated in prison with an open wound in your abdomen for seven months.
1: For approximately a year and a half to two years, I've had an open wound in my abdomen.
0: I first met Joaquin Ramos in the summer of 1997. I had just flunked out of my undergraduate program at Michigan State University in the fall of 1996, and I took a job working as a public action manager for the United Farm Workers in southwest Detroit in January of 1997. That summer, we had started movie nights as study groups in the neighborhood as a way of building outreach and our boycott committee. The first person from the neighborhood to show up was Joaquin, What I didn't really know about him at that time was that he was a walking medical miracle. Just several months before our first meeting, right about the time that I had arrived in Detroit, Joaquin, who was a member of the Latin Counts, a subset of the Latin Kings, had been beaten to death by a rival Southwest Detroit gang. He was revived and spent a long time in recovery. Joaquin was a count all throughout his teen years, and I suppose he still is in a way. But he has also been a Brown Beret, a member of Anti-Racist Action, a Chicano Revolutionary Nationalist. He has faced off against the Klan, the police, ICE, and now, in what may be his last stand, Michigan Department of Correction Prison Nurses.
1: Leaking blood and pus were at. I had just went to the cotton facility, and the doctor Hero told me, oh yeah, you'll be all right. All you need is vitamin C and a high protein snack bag. Uh after that it still didn't close.
0: And so what yeah, so. what what happened just just recently? You you did have another surgery just recently.
1: Um I was unaware that I had a fistula which is a a hole in my intestine that leads to another part of the body which which, in me, had led to the surface of my abdomen. Uh, I was unaware of that until uh, an old school uh, homie in, uh, in prison was telling me, you know, certain things I gotta do or get some action or, or get some... Make, make them do their job, in other words. Uh, he told me I had to fall out and, uh, and uh, tell them that I was in a lot of pain. And when I did this, I, I made sure that I drank uh, about half a bag of coffee so that I had a high blood pressure and uh, probably a high temperature. But uh, I made sure they sent me to to the hospital. At the hospital, the doctor proceeded to do an MRI and, and found the uh, fistula, told me that I needed to have surgery right away. But because it was a high-risk surgery where there was over a 30% chance that I could pass away from the surgery. No one wanted to perform the surgery. And uh, I got those same comments and results from Dr. Chan after they sent me uh, to Dwayne Waters for the first time. Uh, this is my second time now in Dwayne Waters.
0: Okay, so all in all, this uh, this whole medical journey started... Uh, over 2 years ago
1: uh originally it was from a uh, a gunshot wound approximately 25 years ago
0: okay but then there was this hernia mesh but the the point being that the the part that the MDOC Michigan Department of Corrections is responsible for um that it it sounds like they've consistently uh tried to deny you uh care or have tried to downplay the severity of your of your condition is that true
1: that is very true i have over i have compiled a stack of uh, probably about three to four inches of paperwork all all grievances uh uh many passed the third step which is ready to file a lawsuit uh kites uh and responses from the medical uh, concerning the lack of health care that I had not been receiving, uh, concerning the pain that I had been experiencing if they did, uh, it is uh, policy and procedure for them to give you nothing but ibuprofen or Tylenol in, in Michigan Department of Corrections unless you know that uh, a, a cancer patient. So um, go ahead. No, that that's it.
0: So Joaquin, as a result of all of this, you know, as a result of you asserting your rights, uh, you know, as a human being, uh demanding uh, you know, health care, I mean even a, a minimal level of health care. I mean, what's your current uh personal situation? I mean do you do you feel like you're in danger? I feel like uh again I'm being ignored. Um uh,
1: for the past uh, four days I've been telling that i that I'm in a lot of pain that I need to go to the hospital back to the hospital um, you know uh, recently I, I uh, missed an opportunity last week to go to to uh, a follow up with the surgeons but I was so uh worried and and i wasn't leaking the pus at that point in time and it wasn't smelling as bad as it is now but uh when you i s- did have a follow-up schedule and i was feeling uh very bad and the epidemic the or the pandemic was was at uh at a level that it's never been before so i was i was really worried about that and i didn't want to leave the premises so I decided not to go to that and ask them at the doctor's here to reschedule it. I'm not. I haven't been told that they rescheduled it, and I'm not aware if they rescheduled it. They did take pictures of my wound, uh, which after surgery uh, was 21 inches in length, seven inches in width, and about four inches deep. Uh, and that's a cr- four, that was
0: across your that was across your abdomen, time. right? That was across your abdomen, right? That's
1: in my abdomen, yes.
0: Yeah, okay. His journey toward becoming a revolutionary thinker has been rocky, and the beating he survived has taken its toll on him, the same way returning soldiers with catastrophic closed-head injuries are affected. But for Joaquin, there was no help, no safety net to help him deal with his new reality. We all know Joaquin or someone like him. We've seen the aftermath of destruction this system wreaks on brown bodies, the violence of poverty, incarceration, and colonialism. I know we can't save everyone, but this might be one of those moments that you can help save one person. So, Joaquin, Um, when you said that you were leaking pus right now, where is pus leaking from? uh,
1: I now have a wound in my abdomen that's approximately... uh I don't know, uh, ten inches in length and uh, about five inches in in uh, in width and uh, about an inch and a half deep. And uh, they have me hooked up to a wound vac that you can see in a clear canister the the drainage that is being vacuumed out of my my intestines, and it's a uh, it's a red, red uh, pinkish creamy creamy color before that it was almost like a clear clear red color
0: okay um, joaquin before we started recording you said to me that you were worried that you weren't gonna make it what what do you mean by that
1: well the extreme lack of health care I I can never tell what the, what's gonna happen you know I've been uh I, I've going, I've been going to a to extreme measures to make try and ensure that I get the phone and try and get the word out and banging on the door ramming the door with uh, the uh, the uh, things that I have in the room that are accessible to me and uh, to try and get attention and make sure that I get the phone and get get these things that I that I got coming to me my, my pain medication and so on and so forth trying to like, for example, trying to speak to a doctor firsthand or a uh, physician's assistant, assistant for the past four days, and uh, I haven't been able to. And uh, the, the lack of of uh, care in, in Michigan the Department of Corrections is just sickening. Who who so, are,
0: you, are you? Are you getting I, pain? I,
1: what I mean when I say that is that I, I believe that they they would let me die, if, even if they were just. Someone were angry with me, you know. They, they they might they might do something like change my wound, wound care with dirty gloves or something like that, you know. Or you know they do this. Uh, some of the nurses here are just sickening, you know. You know, I, I heard I heard one guy walking down the hallway the other day, uh, holding, holding a a movie. You know, it pushes it it puts the lotion on the skin, or else it gets the holes again. And that's his friend of mine. And he's got all these prisoners that are sick. So that tells you where he's at in his head, where these people that work here are you know.
0: Yeah. Joaquin, are you getting any pain medicine right now?
1: Just today they started me back on uh, ten milligrams of oxycodone. I still have uh I still have uh I still have, uh, I still have Tylenol. And uh, some other kind of muscle relaxer that doesn't do very much. I don't even
0: know why they do it. So, but you were for a while, were just receiving Tylenol, weren't you? Yes. Yeah. For how long do you think that that went on?
1: Uh, for about, uh, about
0: four days. Wow. So you have a 12-inch f- gas in your, in your abdomen, and for at least four days there, uh, you were receiving uh, only Tylenol. Do you do you feel like that 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 happened as a result of retaliation?
1: Yes, very much so.
0: Okay, and retaliation for the grievances that you had filed. And I,
1: I i filed a few grievances while I've been here. I've uh yes. Okay. and and for uh for banging on the door trying to get attention.
0: Joaquin, what do, what would you want people to do who are listening to this?
1: I'd ask them to uh, uh, please help me out by calling the, the director's office. Uh, ask them if they can free me to the world where I can get quality health care. Ask them if they can, uh, you know, uh, give me a, some kind of better health care in, in the world or. or uh, just call up here and get in their ass, you know, like uh, bug the fuck out of them, you know what I mean? And uh, make them take action on my behalf. Okay. Uh, I know that uh, there's a lot going on in the world and people got a lot going on and there's also an outbreak of uh, coronavirus in the prisons. Uh, it's very suspicious to me that they would send me on my way at this point in time from the facility in the first place. You know why I've, I've been asking for almost two years why during a nationwide pandemic at its peak would they send me off to a hospital? Yeah. At that point to get get the care that I wanted so bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, Joaquin, is there anything else that you wanna say to people?
1: remaining. If I don't make it, you know, I just want everybody to know that I that I uh, went down fighting every every step of the way. You know, I, I tried, you know. They've done everything in the book to try and stop me from filing my lawsuit. I don't know if my family will still be able to file a lawsuit. I might be at if I if I am deceased. But uh, I need people to raise hell. That that comes to pass. Uh, uh, more so than any kind of monetary reward, I'd like
0: these assholes to be held accountable. Joaquin Ramos needs your help. This brother, your brother, my brother, our brother, deserves, as all of us do, adequate medical care appropriate to his condition. This conversation you've heard today was recorded before his platelets began to seriously drop. So as serious as this conversation sounds, the situation is even now more dire. Please take a moment and call 517-335-2252 and leave a message for Marty K. Sherry, who is the administrator for Michigan Department of Corrections Bureau of Health Services, which, according to the MDoc website, coordinates and monitors health care services for prisoners. Please be respectful, but let MDoc know in no uncertain terms, people are watching, concerned, and willing to act A lot of us have someone like Joaquin, who we love, in prison. I believe our collective action on his behalf benefits prisoners everywhere. If you have questions, contact me directly. Until next time. This is The Reality Dysfunction.